Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. I thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. So, are you living the Word of God? That's one of the things I asked there in that little intro. Are you living the Word of God and living out the Word of God? We've been looking at a portion of the Scripture in the book of Galatians of late, and there's some very profound things that we are called to do there. And in today's passage, uh, it's just one of these things that once you grasp this, once you understand what the Lord has done, once we understand what He desires to do, it absolutely transforms our lives. So let's just jump into it, and I'll show you. In Galatians, the fifth chapter, the first verse begins with a statement. It says, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Again, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. And we learn from that that the Lord has set us free. Now, you remember the context of all this, okay? Paul's writing this letter to a group of churches in Galatia who were being tempted and to go back under the law, they had been brought with a different gospel that had come before them and said, you really need to be a Jew and you need to be under the law. Then you can be a true believer. And he was saying, no, 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 no. Christ set us free. We are not under the law, under the law that God gave us in that sense, the Mosaic law, nor are you under the law of man. He has set us free, but he set us free for freedom. Now, just think about that. He set us free for freedom to where we could live in freedom in relationship to these things. We're not set, uh, uh, set free to where we can live in a different form of bondage. And that's what these Judaizers were trying to tempt the people with. We have been set free. And so Paul builds upon that argument. He keeps telling them, you know, don't listen to these folks because what they're doing is they're leavening your freedom. And as we saw last time, he says, uh, I wish that they would just mutilate themselves. If they're so hung up on circumcision, if they believe that you must be under the law and that you must be circumcised to be a true believer, I wish they would just uh, just complete the whole act and just literally emasculate themselves. That's what he was saying. The very next verse says this. So this is verse uh, 13 of Galatians 5. For you were called to freedom, brethren, only do, do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. And we see that he starts to address one of the issues that comes up quite often when you start speaking of <clears throat> freedom and liberty within the body. Immediately people go, well, if you preach that, if you teach that, if that's really the truth, then people will just do whatever they want to do. And sort of the mindset, and you see this a lot with church leadership and organizational church structure, uh, which is our modern-day form of the law, okay, our modern-day form of bondage and slavery. They believe, okay, if we have the rules and the guidelines and the checkboxes, then we can tell people, okay, do this, do this, do this, and then therefore they will be righteous before God. Well, that's not true. But then they're terrified of the body of Christ, the true body, true believers, moving within true freedom because they say, well, you won't be able to control the body. We won't be able to control what they're doing. I've actually heard that said. We won't be able to lead them the way we're supposed to be leading them. No, no. If, you're, if the body is walking in freedom, 
then they will be doing what the Lord God tells them to do. What we're really saying when we deny that is we will not be able to manipulate them in the way we want to. See, that's what most leadership within the body of Christ is today. It's not true biblical leadership. It's the manipulation of man. And it's just a half step away, if not witchcraft itself. But what he's letting them know right here, yes, you are called to live in freedom, but you don't turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. And so you don't say, I am free to eat and drink anything, which is entirely true. The scripture says that we are free to eat whatever we want to. We are free to drink whatever we want to. But you know what? I am not free to get drunk with drink. I'm also not free to be a glutton with food. Okay, I'm not free to do either one. I'm not free to cause harm to my brother with either one. I'm just using those as an example. So he's saying, yes, you have freedom, but don't let your freedom uh, be used as an excuse or an opportunity for the flesh. Then it has a comma, but through love, serve one another. And this right here is profound, folks, because we see what the whole point, we see what the purpose is, we see what the motivation is. Our freedom is given to us to where we can relate to one another in proper way, that we serve one another, not to where somebody serves me and I'm in the position I'm supposed to be in and et cetera, et cetera, as you hear so often. No, 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 no. It is to where you can serve one another and it's not serving one another out of a, of a law mindset or a rule or a regulation or what I can get from it. It is through love. So listen to this verse again, verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law, this is verse 14, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word in this statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And you know the, the law uh, was given as a synopsis by Jesus himself. He says, so what is the law? Greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and the strength. And the second is like unto it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And he was telling these folks, you know, you're so concerned about the law. You're so concerned about doing these deeds, but you're not doing the primary deed that flows out of the freedom that is in Christ. And that primary deed is loving one another, serving one another. And, I mean, you don't see it much in the body of Christ. You'll see people helping him, doing this and all this kind of stuff because they've organized it. But the true move of the heart where the compassion of the Lord is being expressed through a believer to another believer of the household of faith, that's getting rarer and rarer. Again, particularly within leadership. I mean, it's just a sad thing to see and to understand. But Jesus is saying this, oh, you want a law? Here's the law of Christ. Remember when he said that earlier on? He said, you want a law? Here's the law. Love one another. Love your neighbor now as yourself. So it's not just limited to those that are within the body of Christ, but we are to love our neighbor also. Then verse 15 says this, last verse we'll look at today. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Oh, my. Have we not seen this? Can each one of us probably not get story after story after story of exactly this type of thing happening? He says, you need to be careful here because if you bite and you devour, 
Take care that you're not consumed by one another. And it carries this idea all the way through where he's saying, you know, I wish they would just emasculate themselves. They're so intrigued by this circumcision, this cutting away the flesh. But if you don't walk right, what you're literally doing is you're taking a bite of flesh out of each other. You're biting and devouring. In other words, you're taking that bite of flesh out of somebody and you're devouring it. And as you do that, what's going to happen eventually? You're going to be consumed. You're consuming one another. He tells them, don't do this. Don't do this. So let me go back to verse 13 and read these three verses together, okay? Just to bring it all together. For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. As I always say, take these things before the Most High God. Take this word of the Lord and say, Lord, what does this mean? What does it mean to me? Reveal to me, Lord, where I need to be changed by your Holy Spirit. And may I start doing what you tell me to do, which is to love one another and serve one another. I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me. Uh, do continue to pass a word about these podcast times. Share it with your friends. Uh, get them to sign up on Podbean or log in on their computer, however it may be, on iTunes, etc. And I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.